funny story. Go. Okay, I have a hilarious story. It's not really a long story. It's pretty short. It's that today I was eating Chipotle and I decided to give Toonie a taste of it and she turned into a wild animal obsessed and crazed about Chipotle. So I basically had to like feed her it every two seconds. So she's like the Chipotle monster. Yeah, she's totally obsessed now. What did you give her from there? Carnitas. Carnitas, okay. And then... I ran out of carnitas because I ate them and she ate them. So then I gave her a green pepper and she totally loved it. So then I gave her some rice and beans. I'm too... I I don't know. I must spoil her too much, I guess. Well, I don't think it's spoiling so much as it as it is extreme bravery to give your pet unknown foods. Oh, rice and beans is totally... It's already in the dog food. That's true. So... Yeah. And pork, too, so... Yeah. Well, good points. It's all good stuff. But it's spicy. No, it wasn't really. A little I, don't, bit. I don't get it spicy. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So Petunia is a, a Chipotle fan. Yeah, she's a huge Chipotle fan now. You you should have her use the the burrito ordering app on your phone. Ooh. And then you guys can go for a walk and just <laughs> go, like, pick it up. Uh, we could have, like, Wednesdays be our Chipotle day. Yeah. There you go. It's, oh my uh, god, it's good. It's tu- awesome. it, like Toonie Taco Tuesdays. You know, <laughs> change the day of the week. Yeah, to make it work. Oh you have to commit god. to this. I still haven't come up with a middle name for her, so I feel like maybe it should be Burrito. I don't know. Toonie but Burrito. No, sure. it's got to be no. It's got to be another P because it's Petunia Paletti. Mm. So it's got to be another P for. I, we got to think of it. Petunia something palette it's got to come out it's going to come out at some point we can't force these things petunia polenta paletti <laughs> but that's not really a mexican food i don't think pork no. i don't it's not it doesn't have to be food related okay listen just keep it in the back of your mind that right. petunia needs a middle name and one day it'll just slip out okay got it like the space attic Right. You plan that attic. How is the space attic? I haven't I haven't seen the attic in quite some time. It was terrific because I made it terrific. Excellent. It's awesome. Like I'm serious. I'm lounging in it right now. It's totally rad. I finally got curtains. And I have a couch up here that I thrifted. And I got some plants up here. It's pretty badass, I have to say. It's like my own little home studio, space attic, That's bedroom, great. lounge, craft room, all of the all of the above. Multi multi purpose activity area. Yes, that's great. I love it. Yeah, it's good. So, uh, yeah, what's up with you, Jim? Well, here we are at episode twenty-seven of Nerd Novice. Hey, that's how old I am. Yeah. You had a birthday recently. Happy birthday. Oh, thanks. It was We a few forgot weeks. to mention that on the show. Oh, that's cool. I didn't really need to. <laughs> 27 years old. Yeah. <sighs> Those were the good old days. I think I'm starting to start I'm I'm starting to feel like aged. Hmm. If I was a cheese, I would be aged. <laughs> I'm and trying yeah. I saw a picture of myself recently and like, I don't want to be, I'm not vain. I'm really not. 
uh, not vain, but I saw this picture and I thought, oh my God, I look old. Like it just hit me that I'm an adult. I mean, you didn't look a day over 47 when I saw you the other day at work. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so if you were a cheese, what kind of cheese would you be? Uh, Sharp cheddar. Sharp cheddar. That's good. Zing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I would be. What would you be? Blue cheese. Moldy. Yeah, moldy. And good? Moldy and fattening. Yet good. <laughs> I'm nice. Ish. I like that. Yeah. I like that. See, the thing about cheddar that's good is that it's like it could come in all different varieties, like different, I don't know, sharpness. Is that what they call it? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think I would be sharp cheddar, though. I th- I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. How come it's yellow? They just add dye, right? Boy, that's a good question. I'm pretty sure they just add dye to it because there's white cheddar, too. And I think it's just un- uncolored cheddar mm-hmm. cheese. I think you're probably right about that. Yeah. I'm a big fan of cheese. Me, too. I had cheese... When I was in Holland, and it's so good because it's not pasteurized. Right. It's freaking amazing. That's what I brought back, Nate, for a present. Cheese. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I got him a brick of smoked cheese. Oh, wow. (laughs) You smuggled it in, huh? (laughs) Actually, you're allowed. It was like vacuum sealed and stuff. So they they say if it's under a certain price or weight, I forget how they do it. But yeah, you're allowed. I asked the lady in the cheese shop. <laughs> and I asked my flight attendant, and she said it was cool. <laughs> Just in general or cool about your cheese? Well, I, she was like, that's really cool. Yeah. No, that's that's an like, amazing yeah. gift. I thought so. I would be thrilled to have anyone bring me he international cheeses. Yeah, he doesn't like presents. So I couldn't like just get him like a stupid thing. I was like, I need to get something. So I got cheese, because I mean... He could eat it, and that's probably where he's the happiest when he's eating food. Hmm. I have that. Have I ever told you told you about my friend Fred? Mm-mm. Fred owns a comic book store in Paris, France. No, is yes. he a fictional book character? No, he's. This is a real live person. Whoa. Okay. Why didn't we, you tell me? I would have gone and said hi. That's oh god. That's true. You jerk. I know. I haven't seen Fred in, like, five years. It's shameful. Um, But we call him Paris Fred (laughs) for obvious reasons. Uh, So (laughs) he's a great guy. He's uh, So he he really does own a comic book store in, in Paris, France. And he travels to the United States several times a year to purchase old comic books for his clients. Mm -hmm. So vintage comics and also original comic book art. And we, we got to know Fred through a, a comic book message board that, uh, that I used to be really active in. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, a couple other comic book buddies and I would start, we would start to meet up with Fred, like at the con, the mutual conventions that we would go to, and then we'd go out to dinner and hang out and uh, 
drink wine and American wine was never good enough for Fred. It just did not compare to Was he is he actually French? Yes, he is actually French. Yeah. 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 Technically his family is originally from Portugal, but Fred is extremely French. Yeah, I have a friend like that. Yeah. He's beaucoup Francais. Yeah, I have a friend like that too. Yeah. She would talk about how much French she was when she was studying in America to get a degree. So mm-hmm. shows her yeah. how much American she really was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so one year I can remember Fred came over for WonderCon. This was like all when I was living in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And uh, WonderCon is a is a parent convention to Comic-Con that takes place in San Diego. And uh, WonderCon has been moved in more recent years to Anaheim. Uh, but anyways, it used to be in San Francisco, and so Fred would fly out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, one year he brought us uh, like his special supply of uh, blue cheese. Oh, man. And you could have just, like, I, one little morsel. It would, like, melt in it, your mouth. It was, like, crazy. Yeah. It was so intense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had the best goat cheese of my entire life in um Amsterdam. Like, holy freaking, holy crap. It was so good. It was, like, I I got a salad with goat cheese on it because I wasn't really feeling that hungry and, you know, I just thought a salad would be really good. So I get it. It comes with two hunks of goat cheese that were like, they were circles. They were probably like, if you looked at a mug, the width of the mug, that's how like the shape was of the circle, you know? And there were two of them and they were about, you know, like the diameter and about the same size as a mug and about like an inch high. And there were two of these like giant hunks of cheese on the salad. And holy crap, like it didn't even look like cheese does here. It was like, it was still in the shape of a circle, but when you cut it open, it like just fell apart. And it was just like, it was freaking like cream cheese, but it was goat cheese. It was so freaking good. Can't even tell you how good it was. My mouth is watering right now. Wow. It was so good. I could I listen to cheese stories that. like all day. That's awesome. I mean, it was, it was, there were two circles of it in the salad and I only, I mean, I, there's no way you could eat two freaking pieces of cheese that big. Like it would make you want to never take a crap for the rest of your life. <laughs> Not only make you never want to, but probably never able to. Yeah. yeah. So I had to like save the one. I got it. I got a piece of foil and I took it and put it in the fridge in the mini bar in my hotel room. Mm-hmm. and like basically ate it for breakfast the next day and the funny part about that story is that um when it was one of those newfangled mini bars where they actually um like automatically tender like when you take something out it calculates it like the weight whenever the weight is altered it like adds a price onto your bill did oh. you know they have those so yeah. I, I didn't yeah. know they did that i thought it was all like you know the housekeeper would see what was gone basically um, so anyway, I put it in there and apparently I racked up like $2,000 worth of mini bar <laughs> charges. What? So I had the cheese sitting on top of one of the like sensors. Oh my gosh. And I didn't even know. And so the guy at the front desk was like, I'm pretty sure that was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have to pay for it, obviously, but I was like, that's some damn expensive cheese. Yeah. 
$2,000 an ounce, worth yeah. it. <laughs> worth it. It was worth it. Yeah. It was so good. No, that's good. But anyway, um, so yeah, cheese is good. Yeah. Just wait till you get your cell phone bill from your trip and you'll I, find... I already got it. Did you? Did it work out okay? Yeah. Did you take out your SIM card? No, I don't... I, I haven't... I don't think I have one. iPhones don't have one. Mine doesn't. Are you on Verizon? Yeah. It does. Oh, well, all I did was I yeah. turned off the data. And oh, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't... I turned off the cell data and I um, turned off the Wi-Fi, like, unless I needed it. And, you know, I, I called them ahead of time and I said, this is what I... This is where I'm going to be. What should I do? And they told me what to do. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. There's like a switch, you know, you can like turn cellular data off. So. Right, right. It doesn't let you do anything unless you're on Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's And good. I couldn't, I couldn't call or message anybody. The thing that was really annoying was um, somebody had called and left a voicemail right as I was leaving America and I didn't see it until I was in Canada. And so I couldn't get it for the next like 18 days. Oh, geez. And it was just taunting me. It was like sitting there. <laughs> With a little notification on my phone, I could not listen to the voicemail. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> the adventures of traveling. The adventures of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I know where they probably have some pretty good cheese. Where? Fairy tale land. Oh, yeah. In Storybrooke. I bet you they yeah. have the best cheese ever. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's probably really good. Yeah. So... We finished watching Once Upon a Time. Yes. Season one. And the last time we left off, we were uh, about halfway through the, the season. And um, we had, you like spilled the beans too early on something, which was fine because who cares? It's our podcast. But I think we were just about the point where um, we see the story of Rumpelstiltskin and, and Belle. Right. And so we picked up from there. We've gotten a whole lot more of the backstories. We've gotten some major stuff going on. And now at the end of this season, you know, things are getting real. I can't wait to see. I mean, season two is so old now, but I haven't even seen it. I'm super excited to see it. Um, But anyway, season one, what'd you think? Do you still love it? Oh, so much. That's awesome. So much. This this really stands as one of the favorite single seasons of TV I think I've ever seen. Really? It's definitely in the top five. Easily in the top five. Along with Buffy and yeah. Star Trek? Yeah. He, so, <laughs> well, I, you know what? I don't want to put you on the spot. No, no, that's fine. Buffy, with Buffy... To be honest, I still haven't seen an entire season start to finish. That's true. So I can't really put Buffy in that ranking system. That sucks. As far as single individual seasons, my top three would probably be Heroes Season 1. This, Once Upon a Time Season 1, and Star Trek The Next Generation Season 6. Awesome. Those would be 
my top. I'm so three. glad you like it that much. Oh, I love this so much. This so, it's, it's perfect TV for me. I mean, we talked about some of this stuff, this concept last time, but oh yeah, I totally agree. It's just it's it's not too heavy. It's fun but still dramatic. You want to keep seeing what happens to the characters. You want to find out what happens next. Mm-hmm. It's just got it's got everything that I love in good stories and good TV. Mm-hmm. I have such a crush on Snow White. Oh my gosh, I love her too. Oh, she's adorable. Which one? And do you I like, don't. Do you like her old self or her Mary Margaret self? Oh, uh, I love them both equally. Both. Yeah. So yeah. you really do love her. I really do. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is I, I'm really not a person who, whoever really gets that attached or excited about having a, a crush on a TV character or, or an actress for that matter. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like, yeah, I mean, Scully from X-Files, she's, you know. The She's shit. maybe oh. up there. I'm swearing a lot today. That's all right. You got to let it hang out sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You know. But, uh. So, yeah, Scully. Yeah. Scully, yeah. Redhead. Yep. Not too shabby. No, she's awesome. Yeah, she's great. She looks foxy now, too. Mm-hmm. Like, foxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's all right. All right, but no, I don't, I usually don't like get excited about uh, actors or or the characters kind of in that like crush kind of way. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy to make an exception for Mary Margaret Blanchard, aka Snow White. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't love Jennifer Goodwin? I'm sorry, I adore her. So what so other much. what other shows are or movies has she been in that I need to be watching? I mean, I don't really. I think her career is well, relatively young. She, she, her list of like stuff she's been doing is is not that long. Like she was in, I don't know. She's in like Mona Lisa Smile, that movie with Julia Roberts. She was in um, Walk the Line, the Johnny Cash movie. She played his wife, who like he left for June Carter. Um, and I guess now she's actually playing Jackie O for something hmm. on TV, like a National Geographic movie. She's playing um, Jackie Kennedy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just know, I don't know why I ever like learned who she was. Oh, she also played a character on um, that, like, it's totally a chick flick, but that movie, um, he's just not that into you. That's like based off of that book or whatever. I never, I, I saw the movie and it was, the redeeming part of that movie was Jennifer Goodwin and how adorable she is. Like her storyline, it was one of those like chick flicks where it has more than one storyline going on, like love actually or something. Um, but hers was like the best out of all of the different things that were happening. And it's just cause she's so adorable. Like she is, I mean, how can you not love her? I just love her. She makes me want to cut my hair. <laughs> Get the little pixie haircut or whatever yeah. you call that. She's got like dark eyebrows. I could totally do it. Yeah. I would just, I, I can't do that. I don't know. 
Her hair is amazing, though. She's so cute. Yeah. She's so freaking cute. Yeah. Well, she's so good in this in this role because it shows that she has a lot of range as an actor, right? Yeah, because she's doing like these cool actiony things and then she's doing these cute like romantic storylines and then she's doing these like adorable like school teacher parts. I mean, holy crap. And she's also doing these parts where she's cheating. She's like dating a guy who's married i mean holy crap she's doing all these awesome things in different capacities and i just i love her i can't i have a crush on her too i guess all right that's fine form a club (laughs) we should we should we should start a jennifer goodwin mailing list like physical mailing list fan club (laughs) and and print out uh, a quarterly newsletter yeah old school that <laughs> did you ever oh my god i we used to make <laughs> used to make i just remembered that i did this do you remember word perfect yeah of course I best word make, processor ever oh uh, yeah i used to make freaking like family newsletters for no freaking reason out of word perfect because <laughs> it, it had like um <laughs> templates that you could do Holy crap, I used to like write these stupid little articles. Today, Hobbes learned how to poop outside. And like Is that your brother or a dog? That was a dog. Okay, just making our sure. First, our first dog we ever had was named Hobbes. Aww. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's what we're doing. We're ending okay, this is the last can, episode of Nerd can, Novice. Who could give me word perfect? I need yeah. it. Right now, got not, I want Word Perfect for Mac. Uh, like 3.0 or whatever it was. 3.1. 3. 3. 3.1, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> I know I know 1. the 3. version 3. number. I was going to say 1.3. I was just about to say 1.3. <laughs> oh, my God. Word Perfect 3.1. Well, there's good news and there's bad news, Megan. What? The good news is that Word Perfect still exists. I'm sure my mom still has the CD for it somewhere. Yeah. The bad news is it's Windows only now. She probably still has the installation disc, disc for WordPerfect 3.1 somewhere. Yeah. You okay. got to get that. You got to get it. it it's, it's required. We can't, we can't make the newsletter on anything other than WordPerfect 3.1. Oh, crap. I don't know. I don't know where it is. I have a, I have a PC. Okay. I can. Oh my god! I, I I feel like you should either do this on a like a three eighty six PC, you know, or um, like a little black and white one piece Macintosh. Yeah, you have that. Hello? I have one of those. Yeah, where's your word perfect three? Well, I need to get it. Well, I don't know if your Macintosh would let that happen. If I can, if I can find a disc, we'll we'll do it up. A floppy disk. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The sad the sad thing is my Mac SE is not even a one point four four meg floppy disk. It's only eight hundred k. Oh man! It's really Wait, old. is that the really big floppy disks? Like no, the no, they're floppy th- ones. No, there's a three and a half inch disk. Okay, yeah. But it's a uh, it's a dual density gotcha. disk. It's not a high density. Yeah. So oh I mean, God. but I mean, this is the last episode of Nerd Novice because we're going to focus all of our energy on the Jennifer Goodwin 
fan club. Yeah. Okay. Well, we could have pen pals. Oh my god. Do you think other we Megan and third and Megan France. would join? Fred and France. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Other Megan used to have a pixie cut. Yeah. Well, hell yeah, she would love Jennifer Goodwin. Yeah. She's really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's great. Oh my gosh. Yeah, maybe we could get Paris Fred. Yeah. Paris Fred I, could join. Yeah. Because we need to internet. We need to be able to call it international. Right. We need to call it the international. Boom. Jennifer Goodwin, mailing snail mail word perfect fan club. Yeah. It needs work on the name, but we can do That's it. All right, we'll iron that out. We'll iron that out. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we need to put aside our plans, and since. You know, we got to finish our... You got to finish episode. the episode before we abandon the show yeah. for good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to talk more about her. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I totally, like, <laughs> I looked on um, Twitter, and then I was, like, I was reading back on, because I was stalking her, and um, I was reading, like, older tweets, and I noticed that she talks about Josh Dallas a lot, who plays Prince Charming, and I was, like, is there something going on there? So I was like looking more deeply into the rumor in my head that they were dating. And I found that it's true. Mm. They are dating. Damn it. I know. But it's cute though, right? Yeah. It's adorable. They started dating because of Once Upon a Time. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, that's... What else are you going to do? Right. I what mean, else are you gonna do? You you play Snow White on Once Upon a Time. You you have to meet Prince Charming and and date him for real. I mean, I don't understand. Like one of the things that would really screw me up as an actress is if you're constantly pretending to be in love with somebody. Like, how is it not screw up your brain and think that you actually are in love with them? Yeah, that would be hard. I think it really would be. Like, you know, especially, especially if you were married or if you had somebody else. Right, yeah. And and definitely depending on what your acting style is. Like yeah. some people get, I don't really know very much at all really about acting. But I do know that some people get super deep into their characters. Yeah, like they act like they are them in their heads all the time. Right. Right. It's like method acting, I guess, or yeah. that's what they call it. But we sound so professional. Yeah, we're total pros. Wait, yeah. you work in a third in a theater department. You should know all this stuff. Dude, it's not this I was just talking about this today. Theater is such a fake name for it because we don't ever do theater. It's just a theater. Vent. Yeah, it's you know. We just rent out the space. It's we a, use it's a podium with spaces. Yeah. Theater spaces with a podium and a microphone. Yes, and I know like theater lingo, like upstage and downstage and stuff. Right, but that's about the extent of it. Yeah. Um. Well, that's so. All right. Anyway, yeah. It would be weird. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was really excited last episode for you to see the storyline of um, Little Red Riding Hood. Yes. So how much did you love that? Oh, it's such a good twist. Oh, my God. (laughs) I I loved it. I kind of saw it coming. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not but, that difficult to guess, but right. it was so cool. Like, yeah. When did you start seeing it coming? Like, what made you think about it? There's, well, actually, the 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 first thing I thought was, I thought maybe Granny was the wolf. Yeah. I think that's what I first thought, too. And then there's the scene where she shows the scar. And I was like, okay, well, either she bit herself, which is not terribly likely, or she isn't the wolf. But then it, you know, then it became pretty obvious, like, how, because she was so protective of Red, that that must be Mm -hmm. why. Well, and the cool thing is, like, because this is Nerd Novice, a.k.a. spoils all up in this business. I'm going to spoil it. Um, So, like, the cool thing was when Granny was explaining how she was the wolf. And um, she's, like, grown out of it, is what she said. Like, right. her, like she got bit. Like, the way it worked, I think, was that it was women who were the wolves. Which is totally like a, to me, I was like a symbolic menstrual cycle, <laughs> like analogy. <laughs> I was like, okay, so it's the women that get it because, right. I don't know, they like once a month, there's a full moon slash. Yeah, they don't put that in the Tampax commercial. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, it was kind of like a combination of a werewolf and a regular wolf, like basically that... Um, her brothers and father and everyone got killed and she witnessed it and she got bit when that happened, which turned her into a wolf. And that's where the scar came from. Right. Yeah. And so she actually ended up surviving because a lot of the times she said like the wolves basically would get killed by the villagers because they would discover who it was, or even if they didn't discover who it was, they would, find the wolf and eventually they would overcome it and kill it so somehow granny was talking about how she ended up you know actually surviving being a wolf over all the years and you know grew out of the main symptoms of it but and now you know um almost like a menopause thing really yeah exact that's exactly why i was thinking this i'm not crazy for thinking that it's totally like a freaking menstrual analogy <laughs> show title <laughs> that's good seo though you get a lot of hits with that title menstrual analogy but yeah um, <laughs> sorry. i just said the word menstrual way too many times it's okay so um, send your emails to megan paletti <laughs> at uh twitter or whatever oh my god it's fine <laughs> So, yeah, I think that's the coolest. What else? Yeah. Um, so, what else? And plus, her uh, cape is red, by the way, P.S. Bam. I wasn't going to say that, but I'm glad you did. Because, yeah. Whoa, pow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep going with this yeah. right now. So, yeah, the the wardrobe department does a really great job on this show. The costumes look really good. I was... 
when I was watching that Red Riding Hood episode, I really noticed like just how detailed her hood is. Yeah, it's got all the like I don't know, the fabric is really cool. Yeah. It's like I don't know what you call that, but it's like a felting yeah, it's not embroidered. It's sort like it's like a sheen of know. some kind. Like it had like a different, like a like a satin portion to it. Like it was almost velveteen kind of. Yeah. Like it had like different, um, I don't know, different um, shiny factors. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Yeah. But yeah, it did. It it was really cool. I noticed that too. And I and, really, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I love Snow White's costume. Oh, yeah. Her, like, bandit costume. Yeah. Super awesome. Yep. And that's a good wig. Yeah, it is. It's a very, very good wig. Because if if you didn't see her with the pixie cut in Storybrooke, I mean, I would just assume that that's her, her natural hair. Right. Maybe they don't have enough money for CGI because they spend it all on costumes. Maybe. Spend it all on Jennifer Goodwin's... Uh, hair yeah on the wig i'm really interested to see season two because um i want to know like if their cgi got any better yeah that's a good question season because they probably i mean i know that it was a it was a good like people took it really well they really liked the show yeah yeah i mean i mean they what season three is coming up and plus there's the overall concept was well received enough to do the spin-off. Wait, there's um, a spin-off? Oh yeah, do you don't know about that? No. Once I upon a time in Wonderland. Whoa. Yeah. So it's like a whole like they're all in the same scenario, but wait, what what is the spin-off about? Well, it's in Allison it's in Wonderland and it's going to be like Wonderland characters whatever. So I don't know if the the Mad Hatter guys going to be in it i would assume i'm so. guessing yeah i mean he's probably... probably like the main person so it's not like everybody from storybrook all of a sudden goes to wonderland but it's no probably but... him and maybe somebody else i don't know oh wow which i don't i i don't know i kind of have mixed feelings about that because to be honest with you i'm not i've never really been a fan of the alice in wonderland story yeah, me neither. I always thought it was just kind of like weird. Hippie. Yeah, it's hippie. <laughs> it's like a big weird acid trip. Yeah, it's it's And really Lewis was... Carroll was a total weirdo. Yeah. I was always creeped out by it too. Yeah. Like I don't I never liked it ever. Well, it when is. I was, we didn't ever own it. Like the cart the Disney cartoon, we never owned it. And I had a bunch of Disney movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it it is creepy because Lewis Carroll was creepy. Yeah. And that Johnny Depp movie sucks. Oh, so bad. what a piece of crap. Wait, that's the one with Anne Hathaway as the Queen of Hearts, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, because for some reason I was confusing myself thinking that she was Queen of Hearts in this show, which that's not true. Did I tell Um, you that Princess Diaries is one of my favorite films? We did mention this before. It's true. I love that. Yeah. Shameful. No, it's not. True. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to uh, Jennifer Goodwin, though. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I was just gonna say though, if they're doing that spinoff, they must have way better CG for CGI for um for that yeah. Wonderland because it's gonna have to. Yeah. I mean, first of all, let me explain what I was gonna say about this in the first place. I 
I don't, I'm not really interested in that spinoff because I hate all the Wonderland episodes. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like the way that it was really done in this show. Well, the CG looked real bad. I mean, it's all bad. It just looks like they're running in a room of green screen. Like, yeah, it looks bad. And it was just like, they kind of like skipped over a lot of it. Like the caterpillar, you know, like they just kind of like see him and they don't really, nothing ever happens with him. Then there's not really a white rabbit and there's not like all, like it's kind of just like really like skimmed down version you know, and like, I don't know. Not that I would have wanted to see more, but I just thought, why even do it in the first place? Yeah. I almost wonder if wonder if they knew, like back then, that they wanted to do that as a spinoff, so therefore they like wouldn't blow their whole yeah uh, storehouse of of all the hat tips to that story. But the thing that's weird is that isn't like, okay, with the Mad Hatter, when the curse happens, he's like put in a separate place. Um, She like gives him that mansion and stuff. But in the, in the fairy tale world, doesn't she last leave him? Yeah, she last leaves him when she like abandons him in Wonderland. Right. So he he's stuck in Wonderland and then the curse happens and now all of a sudden like from what the what I gathered is that Wonderland's like a different world. Like wouldn't they not be in the curse? Wouldn't they not have fallen under that curse because it was like a separate world? Yeah, I was kind of wondering the same thing too. Be that didn't seem didn't really seem to make sense it was kind of a kind of a plot hole or at least something that was definitely unexplained because yeah he basically he gets trapped in wonderland and then just but it's yet still in storybrook and and wherever yeah so again maybe that's a uh, another example of they knew what they wanted to do and we'll see that kind of backstory in the uh in the spin-off series but to be honest with you I think it's kind of doubtful that I'll that I'll check it out. Yeah. I don't know. I'm Same just here. I'm just so not into that uh just so not into Alice in Wonderland that I don't know. But I'm totally down with like every other fairy tale thing besides that. Just that particular story for and I'm not even saying like the episode, but just like the book and whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I de- I've never really been into it either. I always yeah. was like, okay, this is strange. I never understood why a kid would want to watch that cartoon too. Like wouldn't a kid be freaked? Like I was the kind of kid that would be afraid of that. Like, like same with like Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. That scared the crap out oh, of me yeah. when I was a kid. That book is super creepy. Yeah, I never... Well, I was always afraid of that movie so bad, like, especially the dark tunnel where it's like freaking creepy. And they're like in that... They're in the tunnel in the factory. 
Do you remember that? And like mm-hmm. all those neon things happen. Right. Yeah. So scary. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. It would be really scary to to some kids. Like to Alex. Me. Alex has seen Willy that Willy Wonka, and he seemed to really like it. Really? Yeah. See, I I was afraid of it. Like even I mean, I was afraid of it. Like the kids would be like freaking killed. They were like <laughs> killed off. Yeah. That was scary. Yeah. But I, I mean, saw some yeah. cartoon online recently, you know, a little comic strip or what, whatever. Willy Wonka arrested for being a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now with the that's what nobody mentions. Yeah, yeah. With the with the Alice in Wonderland Disney movie, it kind of felt like that really wasn't. I know that it was available on VHS in the eighties. But it was one of those movies where they did the the whole gimmick of, oh, it's only available for a limited time or whatever. Yeah. And then they stopped producing it. I think they kind of quietly pushed it under the carpet a little yeah, bit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they don't really use it for much. I mean, think about like, I mean, it's it's like the the one thing, like as a little girl, when you see all these different Disney movies going on, like, the only reason why I thought Alice in Wonderland was cool be- was because I liked Alice. You know, I thought Alice was cool, but like they don't ever use her for any sort of merchandise or like no one ever uses Alice as a selling point. You know, I think they're just trying to ignore the fact that they ever did that movie. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, um, I never liked psychedelic things. Mm hmm. I think it ties when into I, our mutual hatred of hippies. But I think so. when I <laughs> it all started because of Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> it did well when I was little. I used to love the monkeys like so much, and when I started getting like more into their music, like and further into their anthology, I started discovering things like um, their movie Head and um, like their um, super like their later albums. They started getting way into the psychedelics. And like, I mean, the movie Head is basically a trip. It's another acid trip, the whole thing. I have never even seen the whole thing. And I don't know if I would want to because I don't want to see my favorite monkeys guys as the creeper psychedelic dudes. Like, when I was little, I thought it was weird. I was like, this is not... I mean, some little kids would see psychedelic movie or whatever and think it was hilarious and funny because it's just kind of wacky and crazy you know and when you're a kid you don't know like drugs are involved you know i mean i didn't know that aspect of it but i wasn't entertained and i didn't think it was silly i thought it was weird and creepy (laughs) like that was the first reaction that i had to that and i just kind of like pretended i never knew that part about the monkeys like so I think, yeah, I just think I don't like that kind of thing. I don't like, like, trippy movies. I think they're really disturbing. We definitely need to check out the season two thing, though. Oh, my gosh. I, I Maybe, I don't know. My mom, this is weird because I'm cheap, but actually my mom has a gift card for iTunes, so maybe I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah. Because she's never going to use it. And so it's, uh, it is on Hulu plus yeah it's on hulu plus you so we got to... a scam we got a scam a free trial so we can watch it 
Actually, I might be able to do that. Yeah. Because I think they do free student trials. And I, I have a school, we have school email address. Hmm. There we go. You'll probably do it. Get it that way. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but yeah, because uh, I used to have a free trial to Hulu Plus. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, oh, one of the things that I, that I wanted to make sure that I mentioned uh, that I've been thinking about with this is I really like the music in the show. Sorry, I just took a drink of water right when you said that. Oh, it's okay. Yes, me too. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah, it's really, really good. There's a lot of really nice themes in it. And it was uh, the theme and then all of the episode music is uh, was composed by a, a really well-known film composer, Mark Isham. Yeah. Who's done like tons of A-list stuff in Hollywood for like, 25 30 years or something at this point yeah so he's not um you know usually with tv that's kind of the at least these days for the most part it's it's kind of like the entry level point for like kind of up-and-coming composers Mm -hmm. uh who then might go on to to like big film composing composing careers or or whatever (laughs) composing careers <laughs> Glad my uh, speech impediment comes up. That's I actually come like up a really great way to put it. Composy careers, you know, all sorts yeah. of composy careers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know what the circumstances were with like how and why it. Mark Isham got this gig, but he is awesome. Well, the cool thing it. about um, TV is that it's. It's, I mean, it's way different now than it was in like the 90s. You see people like Jennifer Goodwin, who was a movie star first and now is on a TV show. You right. know, like that's totally different than it ever was. So I think TV is becoming a little bit more, they're putting a little bit more investment into it. And, um, well, a lot more investment, especially for those shows that you and I hate the most. Right. Like, you know, like they put a lot of work into those shows. Yeah. They're like feature, each episode's feature film quality with feature film budgets practically. And yeah. Yeah. Definitely. No, that that's changed. That's a good point. It's changed a lot uh, in the last, you know, five, ten years or something. Certainly like the last five years. Yeah. And then you, you also, yeah, you also see like the big name film actors who are now doing tv shows Mm -hmm. but it's such a it's such a grueling production schedule yeah i mean i always wondered how that worked didn't they don't they like film the whole season in a couple months or something like is that how they do it they they film it all at once don't they well it depends on the show but but a lot of shows you know if they have 22 episodes in a season they're shooting like eight, nine months a year. Because yeah. you have to shoot that much in order to get that many episodes in. Yeah. Now, other shows that are that are shorter seasons, they can do those in a couple of months. And then it's just the like the long post-production process that causes like the year delay between 
the seasons or whatever, or they, you know, they space them out or, mm-hmm. um, you know, another thing that I've noticed a lot of, a lot of the non-network shows do is they split their seasons up into two parts. Right. So it'll be like season three. Yeah. There's like a hiatus. Part A season. Yeah. And they'll, they'll do a hiatus. And so the benefit of that is at least for the actors and, and, uh, production crew more so for the actors is they have more of a break so that they can go and do other things. Right. Like you're not going to miss out if you're on Battlestar Galactica or something, you have, you then have an opportunity mid season to go work on some other film or something for, uh, a couple of months and then come back and shoot more episodes and then still have, like your other break as well. Right. But I think if I were an actress to be on a TV show would be the best. Just because it would be like, it'd be like the equivalent of having a steady job. Right. Right. Cause you'd be working for most of the year. Yeah, exactly. And then the other thing too, is you have, I w I would think from, from a pure acting perspective, it's great because it gives you a much better opportunity to really explore the character. Mm-hmm. Because when, yeah. you, when you play the same character, even not only just like over a single season, but over multiple seasons, you know, like four, five, six years or whatever, potentially, that's, that character inevitably is going to get put into a lot of different scenarios. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine doing a movie and just, like, putting all this work into it, and then it's over. Like, so quick. Right. Right. And, like, not only that, but with movies, you might only spend a month or two months on a movie, and that's it. You do, and it's over. Yeah. You never play that character again. And... You, you you spend that month or two months on it, and then you probably spend like three weeks of publicity tours. Right. Unless you're doing Harry Potter. Right. Then you right. need to do way more. Yeah. Wait, Harry... Hey, that's a documentary. No, what Harry Potter? T- yeah, like Star Trek. What do you mean? It's a documentary. It's real. Oh. Right? Yeah. Right? Actually, I saw a platform nine and three quarters. Okay. There's, oh, okay. No, I didn't really actually. Oh. I didn't go to England. But if I did go to England, I would have seen it. Yeah. That's right. Because it's there. It's real. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw it. I would and by this point, you would, have, you would have seen Harry's kids. Yeah. They would have been at the platform. Well, you know, you can't really be obvious, but when you see somebody with a big trolley and an owl and all that stuff, you know who they are. You just kind of right. let them live their lives. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to be too pushy. Yeah. You don't want to be that muggle. No. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to be that muggle. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't ever not laugh at something like that. That was hilarious. That was... <laughs> I just saw your face when you did that. I saw it. Okay, so we need to discuss the ending of this season. Yeah. 
and how how things are are now basically. So are there any other characters that were like backstories that we're forgetting to mention? Uh well the whole Pinocchio thing. Oh yeah yeah yeah, Pinocchio. Okay, so that was cool, right? Yeah. I mean you knew it was him. Yeah. Obviously. But um so he Geppetto basically sends him through the magical tree and he's the one who finds little baby Emma and takes her to the orphanage and whatnot. Um, so he's been unaffected by the curse because he wasn't there. Right. Um, so that's cool. And so the last we see of him though, he dies. He like turns wood, but I don't know if he's actually dead. That's the thing. Cause we never find out probably until the next season. Did yeah. you look up any more spoilers? No, I didn't. Okay, good. I was good about that. Good. I have a feeling he's not. Because didn't it say, because the blue fairy said, um, she's like, as long as you tell the truth and are always honest, you'll always remain a real boy. So I feel like if he turns to wood again, maybe he'll start, if he tells the truth again, he'll turn back. Or like somehow be fixed because now there's magic again and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you that's probably the the out for how he gets... Because he has to meet Geppetto. He ha- I mean, Geppetto has to find out it's him. Right. We, we got to have that reunion. We can't not have that reunion. Yeah. It was so cute when he showed up at the shop. Like, when, he, when we find out he's Pinocchio and, like, he goes and visits Marco, who's Geppetto. Mm-hmm. And he, like, says he wants to help out in his shop. And he's so nice. Geppetto is, like, so nice to him and treats him like a son. And he doesn't know that he is his son, and it's so awesome. And I want them to really find out. Because he's got to know that he went through with it. He's got to know that his little boy succeeded. Right. Right? Yeah. Even though he abandoned Emma. But who can blame him? He was a little kid. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to see that reunion so bad. Yeah. Well, I would would really have to think that that's coming. Yeah. And honest to God, I haven't... read zero spoilers about season two so yeah but you would think that because they all regain their memories at the end of season one that geppetto Geppetto was going like oh well i need to find pinocchio yeah i one thing that it's not a spoiler but one thing i saw um with like publicity about the show is that um there are some peter pan storylines that gonna be cool right yeah that's what season three is gonna be yeah yeah that should be interesting yeah it'll be cool i've always liked peter pan stuff me too oh me too i love him yeah Yeah. for sure um so okay so a few characters okay so basically um we already knew that that rumpelstiltskin mr gold knew who he was he knew that like even before the curse was broken that um who he he was Rumpelstiltskin and um so when uh when he finds Belle that's crazy so he's like okay yeah yeah I love you but then he totally is back to being a jerk again because he goes to that okay so no I'm going all over the place he he knows who he is 
And then Emma actually does break the curse by fighting a dragon and getting the potion. And that's, that was actually for Rumpelstiltskin. But um, she breaks the curse and everyone finds out who they are and remembers all that stuff. But there's still no magic. So it's all like just a bunch of regular people who remember their history. And the queen's like all defeated. And then Rumpelstiltskin has to go and ruin everything by taking a secret potion and going to the magical well and putting it down the well and being like, hey, everybody, look, there's magic again. And now everything's going to go back to craziness because now the queen can use magic again and she's all going to be evil and crap. What's going to happen, Jim? We have to watch. Why does he have to be such a jerk? No. Like, he had Belle again. Right. He had her. They could have been happy. They could have had a little farmhouse, a little storybook house. Could have ran the pawn shop together. <sighs> and then he has to go and ruin everything. Mm-hmm. Now he's going to get all scaly and gross again. Because he's going to probably become back to that demon and he's going to get all, his skin's going to get all nasty. Yeah. He needs to exfoliate. God. Yeah. It's freaking so bad. He take, needs it, a, take it from somebody who knows Rumpelstiltskin. He needs some pumice. Need to exfoliate. Yeah, he needs some good pumice. Creepy. Yeah. A full body Manny Petty. And some dentures because I'm pretty sure his teeth are rotting out of his head. Yeah. For sure. That's a scary thought. Yeah, no, he's a it's a great character and it's it's from from all appearances, he's being set up as the big bad for for season two. Well, the queen too, though, because her face when she saw the magic was coming back was like, "Oh, yeah, that is, was it that, is on." Right, because no, that's really interesting at the end because you almost feel sorry for her. Yep. At the hospital when Henry comes back to life. Well, you do, and then, and then she admits defeat. Like, she basically, they're all like, you better hide, lady. Right, right. And then she goes back to her house, mm-hmm. and then when she sees the purple, she sees the purple cloud coming, she's in Henry's room. Mm-hmm. And so, clearly, she does yeah, have feelings for him or whatever. But then she looks out the window, and she's got the smile on her face, and like, oh, yeah, that's right. You are a bee after all. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she did like the thing that I always thought was that she basically admits defeat and goes back to her house to kind of wait for the angry mob to get there. You know, mm-hmm. like she's basically like, well, I can't do anything now. So my life is over. And like, just like her father, she, that's, I mean, that's probably why she names him Henry because her father was the one person that she still loved, you know, that she could, she would always try to, to, rescue and be there for right and that's even how though she, she killed him yeah exactly yeah but like he was so weird that he was okay with it like he knew that she was gonna have to do that yeah it was so he was like so weird i let's talk about her father for a second and how much of a pushover he is i mean first of all her mother was so freaking evil and he just let it happen you know like he didn't do anything to stop her from being such a bad mom. And second of all, he, no matter what terrible things she did to other people, he still was like all happy with her. 
the sorry uh the queen like the daughter like right. she like she freaking trapped the mad hatter in wonderland and the dad was like see ya sucker mm-hmm. you know yeah he wasn't exactly going no wait daughter what are you doing to why no. are you this is wrong or whatever yeah no way he never did that and then same with the thing about her killing him he like guessed he knew it was gonna happen he was like talking to her being like yeah okay get on with it basically it was like all kind of like it was kind of like a coded conversation that they were having but he knew what she was gonna have to do because he knew he was the only person in her life that she actually loved right so yeah he was like he was like so weird i don't know that's a jacked up parent daughter relationship yeah yeah it is I wonder, like, I want to hear more about Henry, though, the kid. Because what I want to know is, I don't know if they're ever going to talk about how he gets adopted into Storybrooke. Like, that's a coinkydink. We talked about this last episode. But. Well, there's, Mr. Gold is the one who arranges the adoption. Oh, where did it say that? In there's an episode where he specifically says that. Okay, well, I that think makes sense. it's I think it's that episode where it's revealed that that he knows what's up in Storybrooke. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah, that makes sense. Got it. But they do a really good job of 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 really establishing that. He even more so than the queen is is the master manipulator of the fairy tale universe, yeah. and also uh, to an extent, Storybrooke. Well, yeah, I mean, he owns the freaking city pretty much. Right, right, and, and plus, I really uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say how. Um, he basically manipulates things so that Snow and Prince Charming end up together so that he he controls it so that love can be used. Because there's the episode where he talks about... Oh, bottling you know, love. Bottling love, and, and, and Snow says, you know, why are you helping me and he says, "Well, I'm investing in your future, or whatever." Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He always has a reason for everything, and it's because of what he wants. Yeah, in the end. Yeah. Um. Yeah. One thing about him that, like, you can't forget is that he's not Rumpelstiltskin. He's that like devil character in Rumpelstiltskin's body. You know, like, so he he's basically older than any of the other characters. I don't remember what they called him, but it was like the dark one or something. I don't know. But he he's a spirit that transfers into other and possesses people. So, I mean, that it's been around for a long time, I'm sure. So it's more experienced. Yeah, that's a good point. So. Amen, sister. Yeah, you know, that's my Catholic school coming out there. That's right. It's the devil. You know all about the devil, don't you? Yeah. Satan. Yeah. yeah. Diablo. El Diablo. 
the Jim Gaffigan bit. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. He's good. He's very funny. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty spot on about how um, Catholics are about the devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty true. For sure. So what Anyways. do we got going on next week? Book club again. Oh, crap. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars, The Last Command by Timothy Zahn. You have uh, five days to read it. Good luck with that. <laughs> In the meantime, you guys can send us our your tweets at Nerd Novice. Yeah. Subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends about the show. Will you please do us a favor? Tell your friends. Do it. Tell them. Yeah. In sing-song form. Yeah. Write a verse Write a about ballad. Us. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's possible. Iambic pentameter. Yes, please. Only yes. only the best for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can also email us at uh, nerdnovice at gmail.com. Although, I don't know. Who uses email anymore? Yeah. If you can't bring it to 140 characters, send us a newsletter. I don't know what you want to say. Here's here's what you do, goddammit. Somebody out there needs to do a freaking newsletter for Nerd Novice. Yeah, hello. Yeah. We need this to happen. Yeah. We need Get on it. Nerd Novice is hiring an intern, and that intern needs to be WordPerfect 3.1 or yeah, 3.1 capable and they need to have that program and know how to make a newsletter on it. And they also need to have an a crush on Jennifer Goodwin. Mm-hmm. So mandatory. Yeah, those are your mandatory. job qualifications. Yeah, but thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, we appreciate awesome. it. Yeah, we really so, appreciate you. Absolutely. So we'll catch you guys next week, book club time, Woo-hoo. and uh, we'll plan plan for the future. Next uh, next plan of attack figure out some movies to watch some tv shows to watch yeah we'll do that on our next episode yeah we'll iron we'll talk, it out we'll talk yeah. we'll talk about it all right well i'll talk to you later then jim okay bye-bye okay bye